anything but in everything but prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 thanks for joining us today this is the hour of intercession I'm Pastor Joseph Parker we invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 6 beginning at verse 1 now this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them all, excuse me, observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. Then looking in the New Testament, the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Then in verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Father, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful privilege you give us of being believers who have come into a new relationship with you and one another. Thank you for the privilege and the opportunity you give us of being able to be involved in the wonderful work of discipleship, making disciples. And thank you for the privilege we have 
of being able to start this wonderful and exciting work in our own homes with our own spouses and children. Father, anoint us afresh with the spirit of grace, mercy, boldness, and encouragement that we would just, with passion and commitment, be faithful to do the work of discipleship, disciple-making with our, in our homes, with our own children, and beyond as you would have us to. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're thankful that we can come with confidence today that you have a a group of listeners gathered together to hear what you have to say to them. We pray that you'll give them listening ears and that they will respond in a way that pleases you. We're thankful for our listening family. We pray your blessings on them. Help them, Father. We are all needy people, and we're so thankful that you're a God who hears our prayers and a God that responds to our prayers in the perfect way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We are blessed and very honored to have in studio today two very special guests, uh, Miss Christy Mitchell and her daughter Vivian Mitchell. The gang is very excited. They, they, they've heard about them, and so they're glad to have them here with us in studio. We're grateful to have them with us. Uh, Vivian was one of our participants in our Ten Commandments speech contest, and she did a wonderful job, and she's going to share her speech with us while we're here as well. So, Christy and Vivian, welcome to the Hour of Intercession. Thank you very much. Great to have you all with us today. And um, I want to ask, uh, Christy, if you'll just uh, introduce yourself a little bit, and then uh, I'm going to let Vivian say a word or two, and then I'm going to share an article before we come back and come back to you all. But if you all would sure. just kind of further introduce yourselves to our listeners. You bet. Um, I... Uh, my name is Christy Mitchell, of course, and uh, Vivian is um, my daughter. She's eight years old, and Hi. We, live, <laughs> we live in uh, New Albany, and uh, I teach at Blue Mountain Christian University. This will be uh, this fall will be my seventh year. Mm. And I teach uh, public speaking and theater courses there, and so it's been uh, a, a really great experience. A lot of blessings. That's great. That's great. And, and how old did you say Vivian is? I am eight years old. Eight years old. All right. And, um, and of course, as I mentioned, Vivian did a great job with her speech. And uh, we're grateful that you all could be with us today as well. And so I tell you, as we start off, I'm going to take a moment, a few moments, as I often do, to share a brief article, which is a discipleship tool that we encourage listeners to email us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Email us to get because it is to be a tool to use for discipleship, but it relates powerfully to what we'll be talking about today, both as Vivian shares her speech and we talk with her as well as with you further, Christy, too. So the title of this article is The Child Warrior. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you stir, when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. And then... Uh, from Ephesians. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God 
that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on, put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. And again, Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Spiritual warfare is a reality of life. Life is not a playground. Life is not a beach. Life is a battlefield. So it's critical that we understand that life is not a game. It's not a game in which those who oppose you think themselves to be bound by a certain set of rules. The devil is our enemy, plain and simple. He hates all people, especially people of faith. This is the truth for every man and woman on earth. But know this, but know that this is not a reason for any believer to despair. Be mindful that Christ told us, but take, but take heart, I have overcome the world, John 16, 33. Spiritual warfare is a reality for children and youth as much as it is for adults. It doesn't change for children and youth just because they're young. The devil isn't trying to give children a break. He doesn't care about children. The devil hates children as much as he hates adult human beings. A picture of how the devil feels about children can be seen in the reality of abortion. He hates children and wants to destroy them. We as followers of Christ would be wise to do our part to very effectively equip our children for the battlefield of life. We'd be wise to seek to equip them as young warriors that every day have to step out on the same battlefield that we as adults have to step onto. How tragic it is to see in the news children who are casualties in the spiritual warfare of life, teens murdering other teens, youth and children committing suicide, very young children hooked on drugs and selling them, children bullying other children, and the list could go on and on. We're wise to seek to help our children to become Christian warriors, spiritual warriors, because this helps them to be in the most advantageous position they can possibly be in all of life. Know that that position is one of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, as his or her personal Savior, and living a life of boldly following Christ. That's a Christian warrior. So now allow me to define a Christian warrior. The following are some traits of a strong Christian warrior. Number one, he or she is a person who has accepted Jesus Christ as his or her personal Savior. Number two, the person is growing spiritually as he or she becomes a diligent student of the Word of God, probably reading and meditating on at least three chapters in the Word daily. Number three, this believer is a person of prayer who makes time to spend significant time in prayer every single day. 
Number four, this follower of Christ is seeking to live out the word of God in his or her daily life and lifestyle. Number five, this believer is faithfully seeking to be a witness for Christ, learning to faithfully share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever he or she may go. And number six, this believer is also faithfully involved in making disciples, encouraging believers to grow and grow strong in their walk with Christ. One might ask, are these characteristics of a warrior that should be taught to children and youth as well as adults? Absolutely yes. Why is that true? Again, because they too have to step out, as we said, on the same battlefield that adults have to walk onto every single day. It's critical that we as parents and adults not send our children onto the battlefields of life with quote-unquote sticks and stones, at the same time realizing that our enemy comes onto the battlefield with guns, missiles, grenades, and bazookas. Parents know this. The Word of God is an atomic bomb. How critical it is that we equip our children with the Word of God as their main weapon in life. Ephesians 6 paints a powerful picture of how the kingdom, how kingdom warriors ought to be equipped. How important it is that we help our children with the ongoing work of filling their hearts and minds with the powerful Word of God. Parents, we equip, we equip our children as warriors as we have them to read the Word of God out loud to us daily, as we fruitfully prepare them for the battlefield, as we teach and train them to memorize the Word of God and to pray the Word of God every day. We're molding and shaping our children to be followers of Christ as we teach them how to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to encourage other believers in their daily Bible reading and in prayer as well. We are graciously equipping our young saints as we teach them to give generously to the work of the kingdom of God. We are very strategically preparing them for battle as we model before them a life of boldly living for Christ in our everyday lives. When we believers fail to disciple and equip our children to be kingdom warriors, we leave them to be like civilians in the middle of battle, with no weapons to adequately defend themselves or take the offensive. And too often, civilians simply become some of the first casualties of any war. So, should we be training our children to become kingdom warriors as Ephesians 6 teaches us, absolutely yes. Again, the title of that article is The Child Warrior. If you'd like to get a copy, email us at joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to get it to you. Again, joseph at afr.net. We'll be right back with Christy and Vivian in just a few moments.
music of the Planet Shakers with Only Way, a reminder that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, we're grateful to have as our in-studio guest today, Christy Mitchell and her daughter, Vivian Mitchell. Vivian, of course, again, is one of our participants in our Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest. She did an excellent job, and we're grateful to have she and her mom with us in studio today. Again, Vivian, thank you so much for coming. Now, tell me one more time, how old did you say you are? I was eight years old. Eight years old, okay. You sure you're eight years old? Yes, I'm okay. eight years old. Okay, then, because you, you, you seem so mature. You just seem like maybe you're closer to 18. But eight, eight, <laughs> if you say eight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. So, Well, Vivian, thank you for coming today, and we're honored to have you here. You're going to share your Ten Commandments speech with us today, right? Yes. Well, I'm going to let you dive right in. Go right ahead and share your speech, okay? Okay. Hello, my name is Vivian Jane Mitchell. I'm eight years old. And this is my speech about the fifth commandment in the Bible found in Exodus 20:12, which states, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. I think this is important to do because my parents protect me and work hard for me, clean up for me, and feed me. Help me with Read to me and teach me about God. This is like what God does for all of us. God can protect you, works hard for you, and can help you. Knowing God loves you can help you to ask Jesus in your heart, and this can change your life. And if you love God, then then when you will tell other people about God, and then those people will tell other people about God. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Wow, the whole Barnyard Gang is excited. They like that speech, Vivian. Thank you so much again for sharing it. And, um, you know, Vivian, that's a powerful speech, and it's based on the Word of God, one of the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother, which was our theme for the contest this year. And again, you did a great job, and as I was speaking of earlier, I really appreciate the fact that you pointed, you're pointing people back to the importance of getting saved and giving their lives to Jesus, and that's such a good point. So thank you for doing that in your speech. Um, now, I want to ask you this, too. Um, did you enjoy preparing to do your speech? Yes. Okay. And uh, did you have a little help with your speech, too? Uh, yes. Who helped you with your speech? My mom. Your mom did. Okay, then. Okay. You didn't have to ask her too long to help you. Uh, she, she willingly helped you, didn't she? Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, you did a great job with the speech. Now, tell me... Um, do you happen to have any hobbies that you like to do? Hobbies? Mm -hmm. Yes. What are some hobbies that you like to do? Things I you like to do? I like to do art. I like to read. I like to do... I like to play soccer. I like to do all those kinds of Several different kinds of things. Okay, then. Well, my mom, uh, uh, basically, I, I think it's important to remember this, too. Like, your mom had mentioned that you like to read, and you were going to read for us today, too. So what scripture were you going to read for us today? Genesis 1, the whole entire chapter of Genesis 1. Okay. Uh, well, well, let's dive right in, and would you read Genesis chapter 1 for us, okay? Yes. All right, and we appreciate your reading, okay? In the beginning, 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the water depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, "Let there be light," and there was was light. God saw that the light was good, and good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness He called night. There was an evening, and there was a morning. One day, then one day. Then God said, "Let there be an expanse between the waters, separating water, water from the water." So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the. Water above the expanse, and it was so. And God called the expanse sky. Evening came and morning, the second day. Then God said, "Let the water under the sky be gathered into a a place, and let the dry land appear." And it was so. God God called the dry land earth, and and the gather. Gathering of the water, she called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, "Let there, then then God said, let there, the earth produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and fruit trees on the earth bearing fruit with seed in according to their kinds." And it was so. The God. The earth produces vegetation, seed bearing plants according to their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seeds according to their kinds. And God, God saw that it was good. Evening came, and then, and morning, the third day. Then God said, "Let there be light in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the light, the night. They will serve as signs for seas, and for days and years they will, they will be." Be lights in the expanse of the sky to produce light on the earth, and it was so. God made the two great lights: the greater light to roll over the day, and the lesser light to roll over the night, as well as the stars. God placed when God placed them in the expanse. Of the sky to produce light on the earth, to rule the day and the night, and to separate light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Evening came and morning, the fourth day. Then God said, "Let the waters swarm with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky." So God created the large sea creatures, and where every living creature that moves on. And kinds. He also created every every winged creature according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. God blessed them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the waters of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Evening came in the morning, the fifth day. Then God said, "Let the earth produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock creatures that crawl on." And the wild life of the earth, according to their kinds, and it was so. So God made the wild life of the earth according to their kinds. The livestock. 
according to their kinds, and all the creatures that crawl on the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in their own image according to our kinds. Likeness, they will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. So God created man in its own image. He created him in the image of God. He created the male and female. God blessed them, and God saw, said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Ruled the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God also said, Look, look a given. A given you every seed bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth and every tree whose fruit will contain seeds, this will be food for you, for all the wild life to the, to the earth, for every bird of the sky and for every creature that crawls on the earth, every, everything have the breath of life in it. I have, I have, Given every green plant for food, it was so. God saw all that he made that, and it was very good. Indeed, evening came and then morning the sixth day. All right, Vivian, you are an excellent reader. I, I think I understand why you like to read. You're a very, very good reader. And, you know, again, the whole gang is chiming up. And, you know, it's one of the re- one more reason why they're excited is they really like when people read that chapter because it tells where they came from, you know. <laughs> All the animals were created by our Heavenly Father. So, again, thanks very much for reading that. Now, I need to ask you one more time. Are you sure you're eight years old? Yes. Okay. You read so well. You read like you're much older than eight. So you're sure you're eight. You're positive you're eight. Yes, okay. I am sure. I'm glad to know that. I'm glad to know that. Well, let me ask you just a few. Oh, Well, I'll tell you what. What I want you to do now, I'm going to ask if you'll pray for children. Whatever it's on your heart to pray for children. Would you just say a word of prayer for children and young people that might be listening today? Okay. Dear God, please help children read your word and please help them know that you are the real true God. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Vivian, for doing that, for praying. Uh, Vivian, let me ask you this question. Do you think it's important for children to read their Bibles every day? Yes. Tell me, why do you think that's important? Because if it's not, because if children don't read their Bible, Every day, then, then they're going to grow up, and they're going to grow up like they're going to grow up like selfish, and you, and they're going to grow up like not obeying like the word of God, and you want them to obey the word of God, so you want them to obey the word of God every mm-hmm. single day. That is so true. Great, very good point. And you know something that in the scriptures that it points out is that God wants us to obey our parents as well as follow his word. And the Bible says, so it will be well with you. And what that means is life goes better for people when we hear God's word and obey God's word. And so when we read it every day, that helps us as adults and it helps children too. So again, I appreciate you praying for children and encouraging them as well. Tell me this now. Do you think it's important for children to pray every day, too? 
Yes. Okay. Why is it important for children to pray every day, would you say? Because if they don't pray every day, then if they don't pray every day... They may not be as close to the Lord as they should be, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, again, Vivian, you, again, you're a smart young lady, and we really appreciate you coming and sharing your speech, and you're an excellent reader. And uh, I may ask your mom one more time if you're really eight because you read so good, and I, 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 hope, I hope I'll find out for sure. So but you're sure you're eight? Yeah. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, Christy, I want to ask you a few things. Sure. And before we do, I'm going to ask you if you'll pray for parents, you know, um, Again, as I've said on a number of occasions, we have a lot of fun with the Ten Commandments Project, yet at the same time, it's a very serious tool because we live in a world where, as I alluded to in the article, the devil's trying to swallow our children alive. He's trying to destroy our children. And it's so important that we take helping them to come to know Christ and grow up in their faith very, very serious. So would you pray for parents in the work of discipling their children? Yeah, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for parents today that you will bring to their mind how important knowing your word is and teaching their word, your word to them, and that, that the, the best way is for us parents to know it and to show it and to really live out this walk that you've called us to do. And you've given us everything we need in the word. And I just pray that it would become a very strong, undeniable conviction and so what we can equip our, our children that you've blessed our lives with to be warriors for you, Lord, and to give you all the glory in everything that we're dealing with. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, Christy, tell me now, how how is it that you and Vivian decided that she would get into the Ten Commandments speech contest? Uh, we were listening to uh, AFA. And I heard, um, I think it might have been, uh, you were on one of the, the shows uh, talking with Brother Abraham about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, that's such a great idea. And uh, so I, I talked with Vivian about it, and she was excited. And uh, we had gone over the Ten Commandments before, but it's, I think it's good to always revisit it and just that's make right. sure I know it, and so she knows it. And then, and then uh, the... The speech idea was really good uh, as well. So she can understand this isn't just pleasing mom and dad, that this is a stepping stone to please the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, if she can obey us now, then that's equipping her to obey him later and now. That's <laughs> right. So. That's right. And, you know, the reality is not only is uh, the commandment honor your father and your mother, obviously it's important to children. But it's important in helping to equip us to be people who learn how to follow authority. And, you know, the fact is, if a, if a young person doesn't learn how to follow and respect the authority of dad and mom and to respect authority, period, they will have trouble all their life long. Because the fact is, you have to learn to respect authority, God-ordained authority in the world. And uh, it seems that too many young people and adults struggle with that problem today. So, again... The commandment, of course, is critically important in every aspect of life. So you're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our in-studio guests today are Christy Mitchell and her daughter Vivian Mitchell. We'll be right back.
music of Elevation Worship with Oh Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our in-studio guests today are Christy Mitchell and her daughter Vivian Mitchell. Again, Vivian was one of our participants, is one of our participants in our Ten Commandments speech progress project, and she did a great job with her speech. And again, we were grateful to get a chance to have her share her speech here on the broadcast today. Uh, Now, Vivian, tell me this now. Do you know what you think you'd like to be when you grow up? You know already? Are you still? Yes, I know already. Okay. Tim, what is it you want to be when you grow up? A singer. A singer. And oh, okay. a teacher. Singer and a teacher. Following in mom's footsteps then, huh? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe if we get you back sometime, next time you might can sing for us. So is that a possibility? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, Timmy, do you have any pets? Yes. Okay. Tell us about your pets. So, um, the the cat that's a teen and names Cookie. He okay, is Kitty the a, church cat. She's glad to know you have a cat. So the cat that is named Kitty, um, and his name's Cookie. He is really spunky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And they're all excited <laughs> about to hear about that. Okay. Now, did you you said one of your cats is a teenager? Yes, that's oh, okay. the one. Uh, I hope you're not having too much trouble with your, your teenage <laughs> cat. So hopefully not. So, okay. What other pets do you have? I have another cat that's fourteen. Okay. 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 So you have three cats. Is that right? No, two cats, and two I have cats. one dog. One dog. Okay. Okay. Now, what is the dog's name? Biscuit. Biscuit. Okay. Okay. That's a good name for a dog, Biscuit. Okay. Okay, then. All right. Well, we're going to talk to your mom a little bit here, too, then. So, um, so Christy, um, now just let me ask one more time. Uh, you're sure that she's eight years old, right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Okay. Mom is sure. So, now I'm glad to know, Vivian. Since mom let me know, I, I believe you. So, okay, that you're eight years old. Okay. <laughs> Would you say in Vivian's participation in the Ten Commandments Project, did you see her grow in any way? I did. Um, as we uh, not just, I, I wanted her to memorize that, but just to understand what the, that means as much as for her age she can grasp. And, and so we really talked about that and especially elaborating on, you know, the commandment, the fifth commandment, and that right. you'll live long as part of that. And so... And uh, yeah, I think she, you know, uh, you know, just learned that those were not just rules, but promises uh, to live a good life. life. That's bless right. your life. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. That's right. That's important. So okay then. Uh, and can you t- can you share maybe other way along with her learning more and growing? And of course, one of the things I think of this that's very true is that. One of the things that I think children that have participated in the project have learned about themselves is that sometimes we have kids who think, well, I'm not really a speech maker, but somebody encourages them and they go ahead and get involved and they come to find out they can do something they didn't know that they could do. But then there are those who are glad to get involved and they do the speech and they're excited and it sharpens what's in them. But what's mm. part of what's beautiful is that uh, participating in a project like this can bring out gifts and strengths that children have sometimes. Then, so, so again, obviously, Vivian is a 
a gifted public speaker, amongst <laughs> other things. So who knows how all the Lord will use that. So she did a great, great job. What would you say are some of the biggest challenges facing Christian parents in our world today? Mm, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. I think knowing what they're up to comes to my mind because technology advances all the time. It's changing. There's all this new concern about AI. And I know for, for our family, that's, you know, you, you want to, uh, technology is not bad in and of itself. It can be a great tool to share the gospel, but knowing when it is too much and to know what she's being, you know, taught by, because there's so many agendas out there on different social media that are just ungodly and out to attack your children and steal children from God if possible. So that just is, that's a real challenge that I've uh, felt really concerned about. And so for the summer, I've, I've hidden, she, now she'll know secrets out, hidden the iPad, <laughs> let the batteries die and put it away. Cause there's just so many other things for her to do. That's right. That's right. That are, you know, and there'll, there'll be enough with, uh, you know, TV and other things. So, And, you know, Christy, that you make a number of excellent points and something I would like to point out that um, I'm aware of the fact that there are those listeners who might want to beat me up over this, but the reality is that I, I believe where believers are wise to read from a Bible, yes, a, a book, rather than just their cell phone. And let me tell you why. The reality is, uh, you know, even when you're reading the Scripture, it might ring or... Pop-ups, all sorts of things, distractions can come up. Now, when I open my Bible, my Bible never rings, <laughs> and it doesn't have pop-ups. And so uh, now, of course, there are those people that may diligently read from their phone, and that's good in and of its place. But I, I, I just think it's wise to stick with a Bible that you could open up and read. And, um, you know, uh, sometimes young folks are quick to call me. They say, you're old school, <laughs> you're old-fashioned, whatever, you know. But, but I— but bottom line, whether it's from their phone or their uh, media or uh, an open book Bible, it's so important to fill our minds and our hearts with God's Word. Mm. And something that we see in these passages that we shared, how that, remember, God doesn't tell us to obey Him just because He's God. Now, that's good enough reason. Mm. But the fact is, He tells us time and time again that it may go well with you, that it will go well with your children and your grandchildren, that in other words, the blessings that follow are great benefits to us in our lives. So it's so important that we take seriously getting the Word in our children, too. And um, I think of this, too, and I think of, uh, again, like uh, a precious young lady like Vivian sharing her speech. Who knows how many young people will hear her speech on air or maybe as a podcast and be encouraged to think, well, maybe I could, if Vivian could do it, and she's eight years old, going on 18, <laughs> uh, maybe I could do it too. And again, some people her age, younger, older, but the reality is often that's how young people are inspired. They see another youth doing something, and often the Spirit of God will whisper, you can do that too. And so it's important for us to encourage our children to be getting into the Word of God, reading the Word of God, memorizing the Word of God, speaking the Word of God. And uh, just doing things along that line then. So, well, um, I want to ask if you'll take a moment now, Christy, specifically to pray for the church and its need, the need for the church to encourage parents in the air of discipleship and that the church would 
better equip parents to be involved in the work of discipling their children, too. So would you pray for the church in that regard? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, I just lift up um, the church, Lord. I pray that you would really help uh, the leaders, pastors, to create an urgency and and different ways to just reach parents, to equip, equip them to be the, the lights in their child's lives that we, we so desperately need to be, Lord. I pray that you may even come up with different ideas, new ways that uh, allow parents to be uh, excited and um, eager uh, to to be the leaders of the family, uh, to, to show children the, the way they should go as Proverbs 22, 6 says, to train up, to disciple. And we thank you, Lord, that you love us so much, that you sent your only son to die for us, and that we uh, just show us what we need to do to obey you, Lord, in uh, everyday life by loving you, reading the word, praying, and being bright lights in and, and new and old ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Christy. Now, Vivian, I want to ask you to pray one more time. If you would, you pray whatever's on your heart to pray for God to bless the church and help the church to really be the church he would have us to be. Would you do that for us? Would you just say a word of prayer for the church as a whole? please? Yes, it's, it's good. Okay. Dear God, I pray for the church. I pray that if God wants it to make a way for the church to be like to be to honor his word and to to do make the church good good i hope that i hope that you can find a way to make the church honor your word more Amen. Amen. Thank you, Vivian. And you know, what you just prayed for is huge. Honoring God's Word is what life is about. Knowing God's Word and honoring His Word individually and as a church as well. So thank you, Vivian, for praying that. Uh, One last prayer concern, Christy, I'm going to ask. Would you pray for young people? Whatever is on your heart to pray for children and youth today. Okay. Yes. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, I just lift up uh, the young people, Lord, that they would um, not be distracted, that they would know that you love them, that you made them, you made them just who you wanted them to be, male and female, and that you would absolutely guide them uh, to find you, Lord, and to know you and to love you, and that they would uh, know the truth of your word and to stand boldly for you, uh, for their families and their schools and uh, that you would just bless them. And uh, I thank you, Lord, you made children. They are gifts from God. They are gifts from you. And that you know exactly how many hairs are on their head, Lord. And uh, I just, uh, it's such a blessing. And I just thank you. And and, uh, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Well, thank you again, Christy and Vivian, for being with us today. And as we usually do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you have never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step, remember it's it's a, a decision with eternal consequences. 
If you want to spend eternity with Jesus, would you simply take time to pray and invite him to come into your heart to become the Lord and Savior of your life so that you too can be a part of his family and be saved? If you'd like to make that step, would you simply, from your heart, pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to obey you and follow you faithfully every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, my email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. If you prayed that prayer and and committed your heart to the Lord, we want to hear from you. Please email us, and we'd like to share with you some literature and some resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow up strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Please do email us again, joseph at afr.net. We want to be in touch with you. Well, Christy and Vivian, thank you all again so much for being with us today. (laughs) And uh, again, I don't know when the gang has been so excited, so we're glad that you all could be with us today and come and share. So thanks for coming, okay? Oh, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. All righty. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. Once again, if you'd like to get a copy of the article we shared earlier, The Child Warrior, same email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.